Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast, coming to you from a very snowy Telagos Island. And I'm delighted to say that as a special Christmas treat, we have with us today the esteemed naturalist, Dr. Documentary Series. Hello, Documentary Series. Hello. Call me Doc. Oh, okay. Observe the unique megafauna on this island of positive energy. Right. By day, the temperature can rise right. to 40 degrees Celsius. Uh, right. And by okay. night, plunge to minus 20. Oh. But yet, we find life. Yes. See there, a herd of large brown animals. Uh, uh, moose? Mm. Moose. Oh, no thanks. I've already eaten. Uh, right. And I gather you have a new flagship series coming out. Yes, on iPlayer. Oh, good. The Secret Life of Ants. The, se- the Secret Life of... Ants. Yes. Tricky little things. Do ants, Some do of ants them have, can grow up to 30 centimetres in a day. Do ants secrets? Oh, yes. And uncles. Uncles are worse. Okay. But I suppose it is all relative. Uh, very funny. Anyway, now, readers... We're always grateful for ratings and reviews, and you can find us on social media in all the usual places at Billowing Hill Toe on Twix and at Billowing Hill Top on pretty much everything else. Other than that, I have no other news or information. Uh, thanks, uh, Doc. Thank you. And let us push on with episode 173 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast in the freak midwinter. Yeah, we didn't really spread out. I've done a fly spell. Yeah. They've got new icons. They've got little new little badge Ooh, things. Oh, yeah. the weather outside. I've got some wings. Oh, that's what you mean. There's more rows of them. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, little wings. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Good evening, everybody. Hello. Merry Christmas, everybody. Sounds not Christmas. Doesn't matter because Paul's not here to tell us that. No, it's a happy year. It's the 21st. As everybody knows, it's the 21st of December. Let us play some D&D. Do we want to do an email? We've got an email. Yeah, do an email. And well, the thing about this email is it both praises and condemns in equal measure. Mm. And it takes to task each one of us, Uh-oh. <laughs> including Paul. So while Paul's not here to have his punishment, Paul doesn't get, you know, uh. I think maybe we should save that email. No, go on. You've, 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 you've mentioned it now. I've mentioned it now. Yeah. We did have an email, by the way, from somebody called Stuart McGregor. Just said, Hi. Jobby! Jobby! <laughs> Macca. Thanks, uh, Macca. I mean, really, seriously, we're going to do this? Why not? On. Hello, Mike and lads. It's from Andrew. Okay. Um, Hello, Mike and lads. After a month or so of not really catching your podcast name in your waffling mispronunciations in Theatre of the Mind, I managed to work out the name, and with trepidation, after all, you are very English and self-proclaimed Pathfinder marks, began listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That must have been early October 2023. And now in early November 2023, I'm thrilling to the sound of a pack of idiots <laughs> failing to save Alessandra. That's fair. Or the grey-green being that purported to be Alessandra. Side shout out to Grey and Green, which have really done a lot of heavy lifting for the story. Mm-hmm. So it makes it sound like Andrew has basically listened to like the whole thing in the course of a month. Are you sure he's not ChatGPT? and Ooh. I have a few thoughts and am prepared to share them. Unfortunately, I am not a detailed listener, and the many episodes have gone in my ears and leaked out my ageing brain. So other than agreeing with the various readers who have nominated a favourite moment, I can only share general notions. Here we go. Uh There's one for everybody. He has a thing about me about Roll20, and he's sort of rather confusingly nice. But let's move past that and go straight on to Buggy. Yeah. Buggy, I wondered if Johnny did the math on Reckless Attack. 
versus a high armor class opponent. To be honest, I wondered if Johnny is even aware of reckless attack. <laughs> Generally speaking, a barbarian with plenty of health ought to reckless attack at all times. That's his comment to you, Johnny. <laughs> I have no idea what reckless attack is. Because he's not a barbarian. No, I'm not barbarian. Right. Like, what is it? Is it the what one where you... What level do you need to be to do reckless attack? I you think his drop. point is that you you rolled up a barbarian and then changed. Basically, it's the one where you, you drop your armor class a bit for a better uh, yes, damage yeah, or hit. Yeah. Because you are reckless. Yeah. yeah. It's, you no, know, I wouldn't do that. That's, that's just, I just get that's mashed That's the one up. that... Um, at second level, you've been able to do this in second yeah, level. Yeah, no, I don't. We did it all I, the yeah, time you in. Just, um, you get mashed up in things. You do it all the time in Potter. Potter that's the. That's what you're doing all the time. What you're when you make your your first attack on your yeah, all the time. You attack. All Was the... he? When you make your first attack on your turn, you can decide to attack recklessly. Doing so gives you advantage on melee weapon attack rolls using strength what? during this turn. But attack rolls against you have advantage until your next turn. So it's a it's an exchange because thing. you got loads. Of, you do because you got loads of hit points. Anyway, there's something to, for you to ponder. No, I might Johnny. ponder that if uh, if it's, Andrew it's a difficult monster to attack. Calls yeah. you out, Parker. Oh I no! I was really Here intrigued way back when Mike and Parker's player brackets Lucas question mark Yes, <laughs> Andrew Lucas, <laughs> yeah. Master of Spider Science and Secret Santa, discussed the Druid level. Then it turned out that Parker's player simply hadn't looked at any <laughs> appraisal of multi-class. But while Parker's attacks are suboptimal, <laughs> I'd like to hear Parker act like a monk. Okay, expecting any level of role-playing <laughs> is probably futile. <laughs> what? Oh. Harsh. Ooh, harsh. I warned you about this email. I warned yeah, you yeah. about this email. Gone. Yeah. Gone. I, I can't. Oh, on can't. we go. I can imagine what he's going to say about me. <laughs> Sessions. I guess my big question, top of mind, is why not upcast Spirit Guardians? One of my players did that whenever possible because it's so difficult for a DM to work around it. Otherwise, keep hiding up in the cobwebs, little buddy. <laughs> He obviously hasn't listened. Fuck me. Purple. Yeah. Purple. Why don't you? Why don't I know what school this so-called bard belongs to? I'm not saying we ought to hear rhymes or oratory, but not even a nod to bardcraft. No, bards do magic and fight. That's <laughs> not even a nod. And finally, uh, six. Alessandra Ford slash Scaly. Assassin subclass sucks. Good for you for getting that shot. Boot a mic to not allow a natural procedural escape. Paladins are cool, but you need to read the features carefully. <laughs> or this, I have to say, makes the email for me. Or keep cards in front of you. <laughs> I mean, awesome. just shade. Now, mm. Anyway. Well, I've just skipped the last part of the Scaly Shopping episode, and I'm currently puzzling over Mike's smoke rules in episode 146. So may as well say, Johnny is right, the D20 mechanic is not suited to high-level Pathfinder or 3.5 play, but I'm surprised to hear he disliked 4E. It is ideal for super tactical roleplay guys like you all, not that I tried it. I should finish by mentioning one of the reasons I enjoy listening to you all is that you are recognisable avatars of the worst (laughs) worst tropes among gamers. I have a Johnny mirror in my group, for example, but I'm also heartened as I hear them all discussing the rules and characters out of game with you amiably and like grown-ups. Keep it going and all the best, Andrew. Well, there you go. That is a double-edged email. Mm. Fair enough. Right. Mike, you were going to do damage on us, so why don't we... uh, Why don't we just keep talking about other stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the sheets of flame. I forgot. Yes, Uh, you've, you've angered. You have angered. Crithard, what was he called? Crithardos. Crithardos. I can't remember his voice. And I'll never be able to do that gargoyle voice again from last week. Ever. 
we're going to do this thing that we're going to roll for initiative. Let's yeah. start with the nasty thing. Oh, bloody hell. No. And then we can roll initiative, and Johnny can wreck this attack. Actually, I suppose if you've Here got a monster go. that hits really easily, that's going to hit you anyway, I suppose you could do reckless attack. Or a monster that doesn't do all that much damage. Advantages comes in at about plus. Lucas, you must know the maths. About plus four. I think if you look at the effect that another dice has, as it were, a second bite at it. Anyway. It's just the risk of a critical, isn't there? Let's see anything. Okay, so ten ten-foot cubes. <laughs> Everybody caught within one of these ten ten-foot cubes, that is... All of you must make a DC. This is not meant to be good. 23. <laughs> Wisdom save. Dexterity. Yeah, intelligence save. A DC 23. Dexterity saving. All right. Oh, DC what? 23. Dexterity saving throw. Purple gets. Whoa. 27. Oh, very That's good. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Hmm. 11 from 13. Oh, I'm, I'm rolling at advantage because I got a thing. Ooh, sessions get yes. 10. Uh, 10's not enough. I'll be using my luck to have another go mm -hmm. Go for it. God. Oh, dear, no. Johnny, that's a... Can I roll an oot? Uh, you want to use your oot dice oh. this early? Yes, of course. Yeah, I'm going to use my oot. Okay. 23, did you say? 23, that is a yes. save. No. Oh dear, what's that? 12. No, fail. Okay. Who have we got left? Anybody left? Uh, Scaly? Hold on. Oh, do you want me to roll for Scaly? Ed Parker. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, Scaly's there, right? Yeah. I wonder if Paul will join us later. He might do. Shall I put a mini out for you? Yeah. Yes, please. Here we go. Oh, Scaly gets a nine. There you go. That's not very much. Uh, I don't think he has Parker luck, so he might also uh, want to use 13, his... But it's oh, hang on. Oh, do we all get plus three because of being near Scaly? Yes. Unless I'll put him here. I'll just put his mini down, actually, so I just want to just get his mini on the... <laughs> no, yeah, we can assume he was standing close enough to, you to get the uh, benefit. Still failed. Still um, failed. Okay, so Scaly's going to probably I, use yeah, his... I think I use a look guys. Scaly's going to use his orc yeah, dice. Someone okay. else want to roll for roll again. Add a d10. Okay, I'll roll for Scaly. So he gets a mm, 16 dear. plus his d10. It's possible. Oh, it's possible. It's doable. Come on. It's... Six. Not 22. Oh. 22. Dear. Bless. They've got the bless okay, right. I'm going to use... We haven't got bless no right this is not going well. Lucky. This is a very bad start. Roll again. No, no chance. Okay. Anyway, I only had to take oh, half damage anyway. Three. Okay. It's 2d4 points of damage. <laughs> no, it's obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Clown. Lol. You all take, well, or half of if you save. Mm, what's going on? A total of 38 points of fire damage. 38 points. 19 if you saved. Okay. Or if you've got evasion. Is that right? And let us roll for initiative. Can you put the gargoyles in? Yeah, I'll do a bit of that. I'm just going to look at the numbers. Okay, here we go. So, rolling for this giant okay. thing. So, I'm just going to roll the dice a few times. Get these crap dice rolls out. You rolled a three, so you've got initiative of five. Okay. Oh, a one. I got six. Okay. And then gargoyles. Let me put the gargoyles in. 
So they are evenly dotted around the walls of this place. One on each corner and two, one on either side of the gateway. And running initiative for them. A nine. Sessions is on 22. Burple is on 16. Scalio Tool is on 14. Gargoyles are on 9. Parker is on 6. The Giant Thing is on 6. Uncle Buggy is on 5. On 22, it is Sessions. Okie dokie. Uh, let me just think about this for a second. Oops. Uh. Readers, there's a square compound, as it were. Hmm. It's about 20, 30, it's about 60, 70 feet across heavy stone walls with a gateway to the south that our characters are standing in front of near a pile of rubble. This giant creature is standing just inside the compound. There are three cages in the compound in the corners to the west. Halfway up the eastern wall, each of those cages contains an enormous gorilla. And then there are gargoyles dotted all the way around the perimeter. I will try and characterize the gargoyles in some way as we get into them. Otherwise, it's going to get a bit confusing. Okay, I'm going to try a spell. So mm-hmm. I'm going to see if we can't get this big guy. Polymorph. I was going to try Banishment. Yes, I do that. Work, banishment, get rid of the other ones. We need his belt, though, don't we? Yeah, but Three. he'll get rid of the other ones in the meantime, and then when he comes back, okay. build a cage or something. Okay. Well, I suspect it won't work for the interdimensionally thing, but I think it's worth a try, so that's what I'm going to try. Can you read uh, me the oh, no. spell, please? Because I think there is some stuff we need to check against your environment first. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You attempt to send one creature you can see within range to another plane of existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the target must succeed on a charisma... It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It works. Okay, so what's the saving it's throw? It's a charisma DC 18 saving throw. It, rolling the blue dice of power, it's... It just... Okay. No point in even rolling the other dice. Mm. It goes... Oh, Charles! Arcane tricks are no match for me and my power! I shall destroy you, you little... No. then I shall fly... Over. Oh, that's right! <laughs> yeah. Fly off, you guard! Indeed. It's become increasingly posh, this tight... It's very posh, some yeah. Distance between us. Yeah. Burps on 16. I am going to cast. See, I have a number of options here. Right. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. that I might... Uh-huh. Okay, I can do a haste on Bugrot. That's one option. I could do a synaptic yep. static to get it and probably a monkey and a gargoyle. And it gets minus six if it fails on the roll. It's an intelligence roll. How intelligent do we think this thing is? Probably not very. If it's got at least plus four on charisma saves, I don't know. Yeah, intelligence save. I'm thinking synaptic static, but getting that... No, haste is a concentration spell. It's not the right type of spell. Or Otto's irresistible dance. I'm going to do a synaptic static. Let's kick things off that way. Okay, so synaptic static yes. is a fifth level spell. Intelligence save, right? Intelligence save DC 17 does okay. 28 the damage. How it saves. Okay, but it's a it's a 20 foot sphere. So if I cast it to its southwest, what, just inside the gate, you can get more than just it, right? Yeah, I can get this ape guy and. Okay, this gargoyle. 
A creature with an intelligence score of 2 or lower can't be affected by this spell. Target takes 8d6 psychic oh. damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. So it saves, okay. it takes 14 points right. of damage. And now I'm going to roll for the gargoyle. Yeah. Gargoyle's got lousy intelligence save. Gets a 14. Not enough, right? Not enough, no. So on a failed 28 save... Points of, so yes, 28, 28 points of psychic damage. Yep. And on a failed save, a target has muddled thoughts for one minute. During that time, it rolls a d6 and subtracts the number rolled from its all its attack rolls and ability checks, as well as its yes, constitution completely. saving throws to maintain concentration. Yeah, that's not going to be something that's relevant to that, but yes, got it. And it can make a save every round to end that effect. That gargoyle is in the shape of the ancient green man deity. So remember that that gargoyle is the green man. Okay. Now let's have a look at the ape. Its intelligence is it high enough for it to have to make a save. Ooh, what was the DC? 17. A 19. It makes that save. Still takes 14 points of damage. Yeah. And then I'm going to move. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In the opposite direction yeah, running from away. sessions. Running away. No, running to the running side. Away. Running out. to the side. Running. Yeah. Spreading. Spreading. Scaly on 14. Uh, what do we want Scaly to do? Run and attack him. Scaly will do a haste spell on himself and run up and attack him. I think that's what he should do. Okay. I think he'd light a cigar first. Well, yeah, okay, he lights a cigar, he waves his tail thing with his ashtray, and he struts imperiously under the influence. I think he throws his throws his already smoking cigar. Oh, at it. Smoking. He flicks it. Yeah, flicks it in its general direction. direction. Starts wandering towards it. Pulling out a sword. Got it. The enormous chopper. The, the great chopper of the chopper of Yeah. Yep. yep. And this thing is towering above you. So maybe he'll move up to within a move of it. So we might as well he get up maybe so not. he can hit it. Surely there's no point in Can moving. he hit it this round? He gets an extra move, doesn't he? Gets an extra move. Yes. Or extra move. But he's used his action. Oh, he's used his action, hasn't he, to cast the spell. Yes. Yeah. How much damage did he take? 38. So maybe my initial suggestion is not necessarily <laughs> the right... Uh, you know. Yeah. If only mitigation. we had the Paladin's uh, powers laid out in cards in front of yeah. you. Well, we've done the haste spell. We've done the haste. He's flicked the cigar at him. Flicked yeah. the cigar yeah. at him. Yeah. Done, done, done the haste spell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, then using the extra movement, runs like... He <laughs> runs up to the wall so that he can get a bit closer. Yep. yep. Okay, what sort of taking cover? Yeah, ducky, ducky out of sight. Maybe he'll he'll like an FBI agent. Yeah, yeah, waiting to go into a into an apartment with no telltale sign yeah. of smoke from his cigar because that's he's obviously thrown. No, but I mean there is a gargoyle on the top of the wall watching yeah. him. Yeah, he's aware yeah. of that. That gargoyle is in the shape of a yeah. Miller, a rude and proud Miller. It is the gargoyles, the Miller gargoyle. Don't they do things like slow or something? I can't remember what they do. No. Spoiler alert. Gargoyles are kind of rubbish. The gargoyle that's directly above Scaly on the wall flies down to engage him and attacks Scaly with its claws. Okay. It has disadvantage. Because of something? The cloak of displacement. <laughs> well done, Graham. You're already running it better than Paul. Yeah, you've got <laughs> cards out there in front of you. Yeah. Okay. Actually, open uh, the it worked differently. The cloak of displacement. It works. Disadvantage. Yeah. Uh. Something slightly differently from what we thought. 
Somebody going to look no, it up? I've got it in front of me. Know? It's disadvantage, at least until yeah. you hit. Well, how do you know? You've got it in front of you. You should oh, have slightly hit. off to one side. That's it. <laughs> Starting with the bite attack. Mm-hmm. It's going to miss with a bite attack. Rolling of five, fitting armor class nine. And then it attacks twice with its claws. Mm-hmm. Claw one. Hits. Oh, armor class 16. Not, not enough. enough with the 12. And then it rolls a one. Well, that, I think, from the <laughs> Miller Gargoyle. <laughs> is not particularly nice. impressive. On six, it's pack. If it is a real Parker, it's Packer. <sighs> Just feeling a bit despondent. Six gargoyles in this thing again. Oh, I don't know. How did we get into this? Well, we allowed Frank uh, Storyteller Buggy to do our negotiating. Well, yeah. The gargoyles, gargoyles are not up to snuff. That's what I would say. The effort I'm putting into giving them individual names is probably not proportionate <laughs> to their threat. Put it that way. I don't think he's it. Okay, I will move up to within 30 feet of it. Yes. And then I will do... Fireball. Fist of Unbroken Air. Oh. Um, it needs to make a <laughs> strength saving throw, DC 15, yes. remembering the synaptic static. This is the big thing we're talking about, right? Yeah. Synaptic static, hit saved against. Oh, he yeah, sa- saved oh, against. I thought, oh, I thought he failed and the gargoyle saved, sorry. Right. Other way around. Other way around. They've done the old switcheroo on you there, Parker. Switcheroo. Find the lady. Well, I'm still going to give it a go. Okay, so what? Sorry, what's the DC of the saving throw? Sorry, um, I oh. know it's probably going to make it, but I'm going to give it a go anyway. Uh, rolling a fourth, but I mean, yes, it makes oh, it. Oh, okay. So uh, none, 14 saves. Nonetheless, yeah. it takes half of. Half of hell. <laughs> oh. Takes eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. And then I will, after that, mm-hmm. I will then move back to where Bubbles. Rushing off right to the edge of the yeah. of the area, as far away from it as it is possible to get without falling off the map. Basically. Yeah. Yep. On six, it's it. It roars its fury. It stomps forward to the entrance to the compound. It says, "Thieves, you've just hit over my belt." I shall destroy you! (laughs) (laughs) And it casts Chain Lightning. lightning. So, it targets initially... Sessions. Doesn't really matter, but I think it's going to be buggy. Can you give me a dexterity saving throw, which I know you make an advantage? DC 23, please. Somebody wake up, Johnny. Uh, no. And oh. 21. Oh. Not standing close enough to Scaly. 23. That's dice. ridiculous. I'd have to roll a 20 to save against it. Like that. Mm. So, no. It's a really serious thing, this. Yeah. Not enough? Okay. You take the following lightning damage. I'm going to need a heal. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to bash it. Fuck it. 54 points of 54, lightning damage. Right. Oh, I'm not going to go and stand next to it unless I get a heal, I'm afraid. And the lightning then spreads to up to three targets within 30 feet. Scaly is the only other affected person. What, what Scaly about Miller? DC? Oh, no, it's uh, it's uh, as many as three other targets. That's what it says. Okay. I mean, if we want to set a precedent that when you use chain <laughs> lightning... <laughs> I mean, it's one of these... Classic things, Dan. I know yeah, you well, we don't have mind it, so it's, it's fine. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So, we've got ourselves distracted there by Dan's great. Scaly, dexterity saving throw, did you say? 
<laughs> yes. Insufficient. He takes the same damage. He takes, oof, 42 points of lightning damage. Oof. Okay, that's not great. I guess he needs to make a DC 21 concentration save, yeah? Oh, he does, he does. Which he makes. Wow. Well, that's pretty impressive. He steps, he moves 20-odd feet back into the compound over towards the cage inside the wall, and as an interaction, he sweeps the stone tablet off the top of that cage, releasing said ape. <laughs> okay. On five, it's Uncle Buggy. So there's a storm cloud is still there, right? What storm cloud? With the cool lightning. No, chain lightning. Oh, it's chain lightning. Oh, it's not, not cool lightning. Mm. Okay, so it's not like he can do it every round. There's nothing so in the sky. So strike and the chain lightning. I mean, he might be able to. No, but, but not, it's not like... It's not no, cool no, lightning right. it's where not, there's a cloud there no, no. and he just... No, right. it's not like that. No, he'd have to start it all over again. The other thing is, it looks like he can't come out of this compound, does it? He's sort of magically sealed in it. Is that right? There's nothing... No, I think he's... When you asked him if he was sealed within it, he said that this wasn't his prison, that there were prisons that were not made of stone and steel. And he seemed to indicate that the island was his prison. Okay, he didn't sort of get to the edge of the entrance and sort of look like he couldn't go any further. uh, Give me me an insight check. Uh, No. No. No, there was no indication when he got to the perimeter... Okay. that he looked like he was being forced to return inside. Right, so the first thing I want to do is a fifth little heal spell. On Scaly? No, on me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, 24 points dear. of damage. Uh, heal. Dear, three, two ones and a two in there. Oh, Not rolling brilliantly today. Um, okay, now I'm going to... Don't start rolling practice dice with huge, great handfuls of D8s, because we'll be here all night. But I do feel like <laughs> doing that, because I'm just rolling really badly. Yeah. Then I'm going to I'm going to start raging, up with the damage. Okay. Then I'm going to move up to the edge of the wall. Right. So you're in the equivalent position to Scaly, tucked slightly round from the entrance. Yeah, I'm sort of getting ready to attack, but I can't. I can't. I've already done my action. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got my axe out. Top of round two, starting on twenty-two with sessions. Okie dokie. Sessions, you can see this thing because it's 30 foot tall and the walls are only about 15 foot tall. So right. it's just looming up and above you. And then the gorilla, is that visible yet? You can't see the gorilla, no. Mm-hmm. But you know it's there. Okay. Uh... Come on, Graham. Okay, I'm going to invoke my spirit guardians and I'm going to fly up. Yes. How tall is it? 30 foot? The creature is 30 foot tall. It's got a 15 foot base. Okay, I'm going to fly up to 45 feet up. Right. Been reading up on Spirit Guardians and the limitations thereof, which we'll get into in a bit. On 16, it's perfect. Oh, you move up. Actually, get them in the radius. No. Sorry. Move diagonally forward and up. On 16, it acts. It acts. Yes, or rather, it acts at the end of Sessions' turn. It roars in fury and it thunders its giant warhammer into the earth again. Oh dear. 
Some of D&D is really video gamey, don't you think? Like, it's got this thing mm. it does. So it's like an end-of-level boss thing. Yeah. Can everybody make a DC 23 strength save, apart from Sessions, who's flying? I'm flying. Make a DC... Oh, okay, sorry. So, everybody apart from Sessions and Burple. So, Parker, a Buggy, and Scaly all make DC 23 strength saves, please. Does it affect me because I'm on the other side of the wall? Yeah, it's the ground is shaking. It thunders its uh, hammer into the ground and there's an earthquake, effectively. The okay. walls shake and bits of masonry fall off. Uh, Scaly um, gets 11. Not yeah. enough. Parker gets seven. Not enough. And Buggy gets. I get a rolling advantage because I'm raging. So the first roll is a 21. 21. What do I need? Not quite enough. 23. Five. So you're all just ridiculous rolls today. And now it is purple on 16. I have an interesting plan. Mm -hmm. I can move up and I can do Otto's Irresistible Dance on it which it can't save until it's round and it takes an action to save so it soaks up at least one round assuming that it then saves because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it can probably choose to save but I have to get within 30 feet of it which leaves me kind of right in the middle well, I think we probably have to get up to it don't we yeah the, but the other thing I could next do, round. the other thing I could do is confusion on the monkey mm-hmm. that might be quite interesting DC 17 wisdom save I'm assuming the monkey doesn't have a very good wisdom save, and he's standing right next to the guy. <laughs> yeah, that might be quite fun. Attack nearest creature. Depends on whether I can see the monkey or not. I could probably move forward. Have you got anything that will slow him down moving up to the next monkey cage, Mike? Well, like I say, I've got I've got Otto's Stone. irresistible dance, which will usually cost it around, but it's like a, I've got one of those. I've actually I've mm. got two of those. It's sixth level. Yeah. So it'll just buy us around, though spike growth or anything like that or entanglement because I think what he's doing is he's, he, next round he's just probably going to do that hammer thing or, or a spell and then move over to the other cage yeah I mean I've got a fireball I reckon I can get four fireball. of them good I think Scaly doesn't want to get distracted by these what are they called gargoyles yeah probably not I think we should just the focus other thing is either could, on a monkey or the big guy I could run up to Scaly and do regenerate on Scaly Mm-hmm. It heals 48 plus, and then a point around 48 plus 15. <sighs> can I see the monkey, Mike? I don't think you can. It's an eight, not a monkey. Don't diminish it. <laughs> okay. If <laughs> I don't think you can. Looking at the angle, I don't think you've got an angle through those gates. No. Four or five. What about from there? Oh, I think you can see it from there. If you run up a little bit to the right next to Scaly near the gates, yes. Mm. I think you've got an angle now. Okay, what do you think, guys? You know, the confusion mightn't be a bad option. Yeah. How's Scaly doing for hip Turns the guns uh, against them. I guess a save. It might save. Mike's yeah. been rolling pretty well. He's got 78 left, so he's taken about the same. So he could probably last a round. Unless the gargoyles hit. Has he got lay on hands? Does that take a round? Yeah. It's not on himself, I don't think it does. That's a good point. Let's do the confusion on the monkey. On the ape, Mike. Sorry. On the ape. Wisdom save yes. DC 17. Well, I mean, it's not going to make this, but let's just roll. Rolling a six. Okay. It's not going to make it. Nope. Okay. So it's confused. Right. Are the apes allies? That's the question. Are they prisoners of this thing? That's it? <laughs> You're done? Uh, no. I've got some more move. Really, I need to roll initiative for the apes. I'm going to roll for the apes now. Not that they'll necessarily 
Okay, so they sort of missed their chance. They'll come in towards the early part of next turn. Purple moves back a bit behind the wall, out of sight of the the main guy, hiding away like a little child. Yeah, uh, on well, fourteen, no, it's gargoyle there. Scaly could do lay on hands on himself, or could hit that gargoyle. You can't do both, eh? Mm. Oh, hang on. Yes, he can. Can he? Doesn't he have the haste? So he gets. He can use his bonus actions to take one attack. Is that right? Is that how it works? I th- okay, I'm on, not I've sure we should get here. distracted with the gargoyles. Target speed is doubled. It gains plus two bonus to armor class. It has advantage on dexterity saving throws and it gains an additional action on each of its turns. That action can be used only to take the attack. One weapon attack only. Dash, disengage, hide, yeah. or use an object action. Okay, so he's going to lay on hands on himself. Yeah. What kind of action is that? That's an action action. That's is right. it even though it's on himself? He yeah. can't do it for free on himself? No. Okay. Then he'll take his bonus action mm-hmm. to apply the big chopper to that creature in front of him. Then you're not going to attack the big guy. The miller. The miller. Then he can move up to the miller. Each of these gargoyles is uh, uh, armor class 20. Like a misericord. Armor class 20 is massively a hit on the miller. Okay. Obvs. Uh, I guess that's 10 points of damage. Four of it radiant. Four of it radiant. Oh. Uh, let me just see if they're vulnerable to radiant. Oh. Out. Oh. I think they're probably vulnerable to. Uh, they're not. No. But you are attacking with a magical weapon, oh, yeah. right? The massive chopper yeah. of choppiness. No, of course it is the massive chopper of the Mistmarsh. Yeah. It looks like you've properly wellied it. Doesn't look like it's a bottomless reservoir of hit yeah. points, put it that way. Not that Scaly thinks in those terms. He thinks in, in heroic terms. terms, divorced yeah. from the mechanics and the rules and so forth. And I think he'll then move round it to here. Skirting it now, he can see there's a direct line between him and yeah, the big thing, Krathanos. Then it's the gargoyles. The gargoyle Miller will attack Scaly mm-hmm. uh, first of all with a bite. It's in armor class <laughs> 12, not enough. And then with two claws, it's in armor class no, seven, and armor class no, 16. Yeah. The gargoyle above you, Burple, mm-hmm. we're going to call Sheila Nagig. Sheila Nagig. Classic medieval gargoyle. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No. Just none whatsoever. No. Sheila Nagig is going to flipple down, expose her pudenda to you, oh, nice. and attack you. I'm uh, going to use my for... reaction. Yes. Tell me about that. To cast shield. Okay, well, you missed with the Hello, first attack. Miss. Four. Hello, miss. Second attack, miss. Third attack. Miss. There's one above. There is the green man. Is going to go and bother Buggy. Bite. Hits armor class 17. Not enough. Claw hits armor class 12. Not enough. Second claw hits armor class. Oh, it's a 20. It's a bloody typical. 20, <laughs> All right, but I'm going to do Running my Wrath of Storm, storm thing as a yeah, reaction. But not okay. Fast. Yeah, we'll do that after I've resolved my hit. Does he roll a critical card? No, it doesn't. So, uh, it just does double dice damage. Wow. Are you ready, Buggy? And another one. So it's a total of nine points of piercing damage. So I only take four, is that right? Yes, only four with the thing. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And a poison save. I I lie on the ground and kick my legs up in the air. 
kick your fig legs. Yep, <laughs> got it. What about your Wrath of Storms? Oh yes, can roll? you take 16 points of, what should I do, thunder or lightning damage on a gargoyle? Thunder. Thunder. Do I get a saving throw? I don't know, I think they might be immune to one or the other. Okay, thunder damage, DC 15 dex save, maxed out. I'm uh, it's not going to make this, no. 16 points of thunder damage. Oh, the green Does it man. seem to be affected by thunder? It does seem to be affected by thunder. It also looks very, very wounded. On six, it is the creature. Is it the monkey? Monkey! No, the monkey is on 18. The creature steps up to Scaly and makes a melee attack. At disadvantage. Displaced. Until you right, attack right, though, isn't it? Or is it that per target? It's not affected by your displacement. It attacks with its warhammer. Mm-hmm. Hitting armor class 34. Oh, uh, 34. Class 18. Plus 18. It definitely is not affected by my displacement. No, oh not at all. It just seems to see right through mm-hmm. it. Doing guessing quite a lot 66 plus 10 bludgeoning damage <laughs> so, so 29 points of bludgeoning damage and can scaly give me a constitution save please you really want to make this save 18 18 is enough and uh, then it wanders off it never got base to base it seems to have reach mm-hmm. quite prodigious reach it stomps up towards the other cage with the other ape Mm-hmm. Doesn't quite get there. On six, it's Parker, if it is the real Parker. So I will go up to the one that Scaly is attacking, and uh, I will... Yes, Miller. Wallop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hitting armor class 18, is doing hit 13 points of damage. Do you, I mean, it doesn't look very well. Yeah. It's still alive. Still okay. alive. Second attack, hitting armor oh. class 30, another seven points of damage. Another seven points of damage. And yeah, it's looking bloodied, well, stonied. I will elect to do two more d6 on it from the Staff of Striking. That's another five points of damage. It's all bludgeoning, but it's all magical, right? Yes. Staff of Striking is yes. magical. Your attacks are magical. Right, yeah. yeah. Still alive. Still alive, yeah. Okay, and then the uh, unarmed strikes. Hitting armor class 23. Is a hit? Is, yes. Uh, that's another 16 points of damage. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then the final unarmed yep. strike hitting armor class 26 yep. for another 15 yep. points of damage. You knock its head off. Yeah. Bits of stone and masonry scatter everywhere and it collapses. <sighs> okay. I actually managed to do something constructive. And on five, it's Urgulbeggy. Right. Uh, have you got any move um, left, Parker? Do you want to do any dessert trolley stuff? No, no. I think that's fine for the moment. Okay. If nobody's going in and bashing the thing, I might as well bash the gargoyle then. I think we are. Okay, going yeah, it's in. sort of flapping oh. around your level. Okay, well, I'll stand up and then I'll bash it. First one, great. Oh, axe. yeah, you need to stand up. Uh, I roll a. It's a roll 20. 20. Yeah, you slice its head off. It Do I? Collapses. How? Well, because it's taken 44 points of damage and it has 52 hit points. I just roll one more time in case I get another 20. I just want to see if I do the severing. I know it's dead. It's okay, just kind sure. of a. No. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, nearly. Look uh, like you're so getting there. So I suppose I can move up to the next one. Yes. Uh, one on the corner. Bash that one. The ale wife. Twenty-four. Twenty-four is a hit. Of course. Nineteen point of damage. 
wow, I mean, the alewife looks very seriously thumped by that. Not quite stony, but not good. I'll turn it to its sessions. Around the corner slightly. It's only alewife that's up, isn't it? Green man is down. Alewife is up. Shield and the gig is up and fighting purple. Okay. And then you've got a couple more gargoyles the back of the thing. Okay. I'll move up to the wall corner where Uncle Bugraft is bathing Uncle Bugraft. Yes. Yeah, keeping the wall between you and the ape and you and the creature. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, bathing the alewife you in and the spirit you guardians. And Kr- yeah. And then I am... You didn't nominate any of your friends to be I don't, I don't right? have any so friends. So yeah, they, they're <laughs> all hideous. So Buggy yeah. is in terrible trouble yeah, as well. I, I mean... On his turn. Absolutely. Yeah. I tricked him into thinking I could sneak up the head. <laughs> I presume you did nominate. Yes, I did nominate all my friends. Yeah, okay. I could see them all. Yeah. And I think it's too far away, I think. Okay. Made these maps this afternoon. Oh, very nice. Um, and Carno, they're good, aren't they? Nice. It's a really good little program. I think what I'll do in my go is I'll invoke the crushing coin. On? Oh, I can, um, yeah. You can, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it can start away from me, can't it? So... 60 feet over towards it. Just in that kind of square, just to the yeah, south. south. West, west of it. Out of turn sequence. On oh 20. No. This oh thing God. lifts Here its hammer high above its head and roars <sighs> at the sky. And from that leaden sky, meteors <laughs> streak oh, shit. towards you all. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, following their unerring course towards Burple and Parker and Scaly standing together and Sessions and Buggy. And we Uh, will find out. We will find out. (sighs) I knew it. Uh, Well, the saving throw is... If there's a saving throw. Maybe there's no saving throw. Is it anything to do with this thing or is it actually just a genuine meteor shower that I've decided just to invoke (laughs) as GM? Yeah. (laughs) Just bringing the whole thing to an end. When we pick things up next week. There we go. Meteors. Yes. Nice. It's a nasty thing. Nasty thing, this. It's a very nasty thing. It's going to get nastier. Is it? Oh, great. Love it. The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Library of Last Resort and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Library of Last Resort was written by Nicholas Logue. Music is from Kevin MacLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! (laughs) 